0: Hey guys, it's Jamie Scrimger here, second wife, stepmom of three, and mom of one. And you're listening to my podcast, where we talk about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. If you're ready for raw and real conversations and are striving to live your very best life, then you are in the right place. Every week, I'll provide you with tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life. We'll bring you along as I create my own. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So this week I am doing something a little different and I'm here for the first time ever and it's just me, I am on my own. And today I thought I would talk about my morning routine because I'm getting lots of questions about it. I think it has to do with the fact that it's, you know, people are starting to think about their New Year's resolutions and how they can be better next year. So I think this is an awesome time to have this conversation. Anyway, so if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I wake up every weekday at 5 a.m. and I'm pretty diligent and passionate about this morning routine. And almost daily, I get messages from people A, telling me that I'm freaking nuts or asking me how I became a morning person. So today, I'm just gonna give you the lowdown. Here's the thing though I was not always a morning person, I was a snoozeaholic. And to this day, I do love a good sleep in just as much as anyone. In fact, so Darren and I are going away in a couple of weeks for a weekend full of R&R. And I can assure you, we will probably sleep until 9 or 10 every morning that we are away. But when I'm at home, it's a different story. So you're probably like, okay, why do you get up so early then? Well, I've been doing this for a couple of years now and have been actually more strict with myself about it in the last year But honestly, I just basically got to the point where I was drowning in work and in life and in parenting. And not only could I just not get everything that I needed to get done done, I had zero time for me and I was starting to resent it all. And as we all know, self-care is crucial, even though it's this buzzword that everyone on social media likes to talk about. Self-care is so, so important, especially for moms and for stepmoms. So my morning routine is actually a huge part of my self-care regime. So if people were to ask me, what do you do for self-care? It basically is my morning routine. And when my morning routine is off, I am off. Becoming a morning person has flat out made me a better wife, a better mom, a better stepmom, and just a better person. I'm more patient with the kids. I get more stuff done. I'm more successful in my business. Like, you know, just the benefits are endless. And really, it comes from... The fact that I really just need to wake up two hours earlier than anyone else in my house and have no one speak to me. Speaking of that, one time my stepson was like, hey, Jamie, I'm going to get up with you tomorrow. Like I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. And I was like, no, no, buddy, you are you are not. And it's almost like a rule in our house. No little people until 7 a.m. Anyway, so in this episode, I'm going to tell you how I trained myself to become a morning person. And I'm also going to share what my morning routine looks like. But before I get into that, I'm gonna ask you a little favor. So, guys, if you have been listening to this podcast and you like what you hear, can you please press pause, take a screenshot, and share it out on your Instagram stories or your social media and help me spread the word? You can tag me so I can thank you and repost it on my page. But honestly, guys, you doing this means the world to me. All right, that's it. Hopefully, you did it. Thank you so much. Let's dive in. Okay, so we're going to start with what I did and what I think that you need to do to start to become a morning person. So the first step is you need to get very clear on why it is that you want to become a morning person. So don't just do it because your friends are doing it or you think it's the cool thing to do on Instagram. Like you need to want it. You need to get very clear on what your why is. And that why needs to be more important or, you know, you need to want that why more than you want that extra sleep that you get when you hit snooze. So not only is it about being disciplined, it's just about being very clear. So for example, I have three whys and three whys for why I want to be a morning person and why I get my ass out of bed every day. So the first thing is, is I need to get shit done. And straight up, if I wake up at seven, when the kids are waking up, there just isn't enough time in the day to get all the things that I need to get done, done. The second thing is, and you know what, actually guys, this should have been number one. I need alone time. I need quiet in my life. I went from being single and living life on my own to a mom of one and a stepmom of three in a very, very short period of time. And I know it was six years ago, but I think back to that time and I think about it quite fondly. I loved how quiet it was. And one of my favorite things about my former life was just the peace and quiet. And I miss it. There are aspects of me that really, really miss it. And I know that having that alone time or that me time in the morning sets me up for a better day. It fills my cup so I am better able to deal with the extra stressors that come with life with four kids or co-parenting or being a stepmom and all of that fun stuff. So doing this, like I've said, straight up makes me a better mom, stepmom and wife. And it just keeps my head on straight. I just need the quiet. So the third thing is, is that I've read that the most successful people in the world have very strict morning routines and I straight up want to be like them. I want to be super successful. So if they're doing it, you know, they're obviously doing something right. So I'm going to do it too. All right. So the second thing that you need to do, if you are training yourself to become a morning person is you need to take baby steps. You can't just decide that you're going to start waking up at 5am when you're used to getting up at say 730. You'll just do that once or twice. And you'll be so tired that you'll end up just saying, screw it. You have to start slowly. So I recommend doing it in 15-minute increments. So I started by waking up 15 minutes earlier and then 15 minutes earlier than that and then 15 minutes earlier than that until I got up at 5 a.m. And now I often am up before my alarm goes up at 5 a.m. I'm that excited to get up. So just like you wouldn't say, go just run a marathon, you can't just like become a morning person. You have to train your body to get to that point. All right. So number three, it starts the night before. And there's a couple things that I do the night before to set my morning up for success. So at night I clean the kitchen and I prepare it for the morning. So my counters are wiped. My sinks are empty. My coffee is ready to go. I don't want to come downstairs in the morning and be reminded of my never-ending to-do list. I want to feel calm and I want to feel relaxed. And, you know, it's important to me that everything is in order. And just a sidebar here, people often ask me how I keep such a clean house. And I always laugh because my house isn't clean. It's just that my kitchen is. And it's just that one room in the house that I just need to have that order. So the other thing that I do at night is I do my best to get off of social media and my phone around 8 p.m. So I've switched my phone to airplane mode. I don't have it in our bedroom. It's actually in the bathroom so that A, I can unplug and just kind of clear my head before bedtime and B, so when my alarm goes off in the morning, I have to get my ass out of bed. I should go and turn it off. I also like to put little messages with my alarm that motivate me or shame me into getting up, if you will. So for example, I could put like a little alert that says, don't be a slug, get moving or get your ass out of bed. You have shit to do or don't go back to bed. You'll regret it and feel like crap about yourself. Just something like that to just give me that extra motivation to get moving. Another side note, guys, I don't take my phone off airplane mode until 930 or 10 the next morning. And I just recently started doing that, and it has been so amazing for how productive I am and for my headspace. I don't check social media or email in the morning until I've completed a bunch of jobs, planned my day, created any content that I need to create, and just really gotten my day off on the right foot. I found that in the morning I was getting lost in the scroll or sidetracked with things that just weren't productive. So, you know, making this switch, it's just been a game changer and it's really, really working for me and something I highly recommend. So when I first became a stepmom, it did not take me long to realize that I was in over my head. So one night I found myself sitting on the bathroom floor, bawling my eyes out, wondering what the heck I was thinking marrying a man with three kids and an ex-wife. Honestly, don't get me wrong. I was in love with my husband. The kids were great, but man, I was in over my head. So I did what we all do when we're looking for support and I went to the internet, but I was so disappointed with what I found. Even though my newsfeed was overflowing with support and resources for quote unquote real moms, there was nothing for stepmoms. Well, actually, that's not true. There was a lot of complaining, a lot of negativity, a lot of Facebook group vent sessions. But I knew that wasn't going to make anything any easier. I needed someone to tell me what to do to thrive. I wanted to live a kick-ass life amongst the extra stressors and drama and insecurities that came with being a stepmom. I really just wanted to have a great family life. So I decided to figure it out on my own. And after a lot of work on myself, a lot of work on my marriage, some therapy, and digging deep into all the step family resources I could find. The stressors that used to send me to the bathroom floor or feel so overwhelmed that my hands would literally shake don't even phase me anymore. Want to know what I did to get to this place? Well, I will show you exactly how. So the Kick-Ass Stepmom Project is an exclusive community and course for stepmoms, and it outlines step-by-step what I did to change my stepfamily life. So as a life coach with a specialization in stepfamily dynamics, a former child protection worker, a stepmom, and a child of divorce, I've basically combined my personal and professional experience and created the type of support that I was looking for when I found myself on that that bathroom floor. To learn more and to hear what stepmoms who have completed the program have to say, head to www.thekickassstepmomproject.com. Okay. So that's what I do at nighttime to prepare myself. What do I do for my actual morning routine? Like what does that actually look like? So this is what the morning looks like. My alarm goes off at five. And guys, like I said, sometimes I'm up waiting for it to go off. I was even saying to my husband the other day, I was like, I just feel like maybe I could just start getting up at four 30 in the morning instead of five. And he's like, Jamie, that's nighttime. Like that's no longer morning, but that's just how, how much I love getting up when there's like no one else speaking to me. So anyway, I go downstairs, I brew my coffee And I just get set up with my laptop and my notebooks. I either sit at our kitchen table or I go downstairs and curl up on the couch. And guys, so for my morning routine and for what I do once I get down there, I've taken bits and pieces from other people's morning routines and created my own. So, you know, people like Rachel Hollis or Jenna Kutcher or Daniel Laporte I admire all of them and I follow them all. So I've taken bits and pieces of their morning routines and stuff that they recommend and I've created something that works for me. So all the stuff that I'm telling you right now has basically come from them. And you know what? I will link them for you below so that if you're not familiar and you're not following along with their stuff, you uh, can do so. Because when it comes to my personal development routine, they are my go-tos. So, first, I practice gratitude. So, I'm down on the couch, I got my notebook there, I have my coffee, I'm all curled up and ready, and I start with gratitude. And I know there are going to be some of you who are sitting here listening, and you're like, honestly, Jamie, that is corny AF. And I used to feel the same way until I started doing it. So, if you follow Rachel Hollis, she talks about writing five to 10 things that she's grateful for every single morning. So one day I was like, hey, everyone's talking about gratitude. And you know what? If Rachel Hollis is doing this, I'm just going to do it too. And I started, and it's been game changing. It's really helpful to start your day out on a positive note and think about the things that are going well in your life. And I, I feel like we don't give enough attention to all the positive things that are happening. So I write out anything from being thankful for the people who I get to work with, to the cuddle session that I had with my daughter the night before, to the upcoming date night I have, to the cup of warm coffee that I'm drinking, to a new comfy sweater I just ordered online... Or again, for the fact that for the next hour, I don't have to have anyone speak to me. Like I write down anything that I'm just happy and feel all warm and fuzzy about. Then from there, I, in that same notebook, I write out my goals and they're like my big life goals. And I write them in present tense. Why do I do that? Again, because Rachel Hollis does it. So I'm going to do it too. Seriously, though, I've heard that, and I've heard this from so many different people who I follow that. You're more likely to achieve goals if you speak like they have already happened. It has something to do with your mindset. I'm not going to argue it because everyone who says it is super successful and they're all killing it in life. So, you know, I don't question. I just do. So like I said, so instead of writing, say, I want a six-figure business, you would say, I have a six-figure business. Or instead of saying, I want to run a marathon, you say, I run marathons. Or instead of writing, I want to be debt-free, you say, I am debt-free. So you get the draft. Anyway, I write what I want for my life, for my business, for my relationship, for my family, decoration in my living room, my dream cottage and retirement. I write out everything every single day, everything that I'm striving for in my life. And I do have some pretty big goals, guys. And, you know, this really gets you in the mindset to live out your day in the way that is consistent with that goals and with the goals that you're trying to achieve. And again, like I said, I know some of you are listening to this and thinking, Jamie, this is like so freaking cheesy. And again, I used to think so, too. I get it. I get where you're coming from. I remember growing up, I can picture her right now. My mom would wake up and she would sit in this chair in our living room and she would sip her coffee. She also had this white house coat, very similar to the one that I have. And she would write in her journal and meditate. And I used to think she was the biggest weirdo. And now it's me doing that. So after I write down all my goals, then, and this gets maybe a little weirder, I just jot down briefly how I want to feel at the end of the day. And I got this from Danielle Laporte's Desire Map. And straight up, I haven't finished the entire book because it wasn't totally my thing. But at the beginning, she talks about goals and achieving goals and setting goals and she says, it's not the actual, like the act of achieving the goal that we're really striving for. It's how meeting that goal is going to make us feel like, for instance, having that six figure salary isn't about the six figure salary. It's about how that salary will make you feel, which is say successful or productive or independent. So I, I just jot down quickly the way I want to feel at the end of the day. So sometimes it's, I want to feel organized or productive or healthy, or relaxed, relaxed, or successful, like whatever it is, I just jot it down, often in the just top of my organizer. And then I just move on and write down what I need to get done for the day. So I start planning out my day. And guys, my to-do lists are not long. They either consist of one thing or three things, depending on how time-consuming that task is. So basically, I just ask myself, at the end of the day, what do I have to have accomplished to feel good about how things went? And sometimes it's as simple as just like getting a blog post up. Other times, you know, I'm not doing anything when it comes to work that day. It's about, you know, organizing a cupboard or getting a workout in. And then I, you know, hammer out that. And then I can, you know, once that list is done, I can add to it. But I never overwhelm myself with a huge ass to-do list because it just stressed me out. And at the end of the day, when I didn't get it done, I felt unproductive and, you know, just, I was disappointed in myself. So I stopped doing them. It's really, for me, about just like setting realistic, attainable goals. And then that's kind of the end of my, you know, cheesy little regime. After that, I just get to work. I write blog posts or emails or plan coaching calls or just plan out my day, whatever I need to do to get done. And then just after 7 a.m., a little person usually finds me and that's when the day begins. Honestly, guys, some days I feel like I accomplish more in those two and a half hours than I used to get done all day long. It's because you're just so focused. These morning routines really set the tone for the rest of your day. And for me, it puts me in the mindset just to be the best version of myself. And I think that's what we all really should be striving to be is the best version of ourselves, the best person that we can be. Like, why are we selling ourselves short? So the other day, someone asked me how I am so productive. And, you know, it was an odd question for me to answer because, you know, some days I don't feel like I'm productive. That's often one of my goals is to be more productive. But I will say that this routine truly is the foundation of my productivity. You know, starting the day with my head on straight, just it it makes all the difference in the world. All right, guys, so there you have it. That's the lowdown on my morning routine. If you have been thinking about starting your own morning routine or you want to become a morning person, I cannot recommend it enough. Like the effects have truly trickled into all areas of my life. And your routine does not need to look like mine. Create one that works for you and is more your style. But I will say, if you've been craving me time, if you feel like you don't have enough time to practice self-care or do something for you, or you're not being as productive as you would like, this is your answer. Like I can assure you of that. And so, hey, if you do decide to jump on the early morning bandwagon, do me a favor, take a photo of it and share it out on social media so that I can cheer you on. I want to hear, you know, if this podcast episode inspired you to become a morning person or, you know, what your morning routine looks like. I love hearing, you know, the different things that people are doing to, I don't know, just be better. Alrighty, guys, that is all for this episode. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, if you like this podcast, please do me a little favor. Take a second and subscribe on iTunes, and then screenshot this podcast, give it a share in social media, and tell your friends what you think. And hey, don't forget to tag me so that I can thank you for helping me spread the word. Thanks so much, and I will talk to you next week.